This is section 19 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Curtain Speech, Opening of The Gilded Age, Park Theatre, New York, September 16, 1874. Read by John Greenman. I thank you for the compliment of this call, and I will take advantage of it to say that I have written this piece in such a way that the jury can bring in a verdict of guilty or not guilty, just as they happen to feel about it. I have done this for this reason. If a play carries its best lesson by teaching what ought to be done in such a case, but is not done in real life, then the righteous verdict of guilty should appear. But if the best lesson may be conveyed by holding up the mirror and showing what is done every day in such a case but ought not to be done then the satirical verdict of not guilty should appear i don't know which is best strict truth and satire or a nice moral lesson void of both so I leave my jury free to decide. I am killing only one man in this tragedy now, and that is bad, for nothing helps out a play like bloodshed. But in a few days I propose to introduce the smallpox into the last act, and if that don't work, I shall close with a general massacre." I threw all my strength into the character of Colonel Sellers, hoping to make it a very strong tragedy part, and pathetic. I think this gentleman tries hard to play it right and make it majestic and pathetic, but his face is against him, and his clothes. I don't think anybody can make a tragedy effect in that kind of clothes but I suppose he thinks they are impressive. He is from one of the Indian reservations. Oh, I can see that he tries hard to make it solemn and awful and heroic, but really sometimes he almost makes me laugh. I meant that turnip dinner to be pathetic, for how more forcibly could you represent poverty and misery and suffering than by such a dinner and of course if anything would bring tears to people's eyes that would but this man eats those turnips as if they were the bread of life and so of course the pathos is knocked clear out of the thing but i think he will learn he has an absorbing ambition to become a very great tragedian I hope you will overlook the faults in this play, because I have never written a play before, and if I am treated right, maybe I won't offend again. I wanted to have some fine situations and spectacular effects in this piece, but I was interfered with. I wanted to have a volcano in a state of eruption, with fire and smoke and earthquakes and a great 
tossing river of blood-red lava flowing down the mountainside and have the hero of this piece come booming down that red-hot river in a cast-iron canoe but the manager wouldn't hear of it he said there wasn't any volcano in missouri as if i am responsible for missouri's poverty and then he said that by the laws of nature the hero would burn up his cast-iron canoe wouldn't protect him very well i said put him in a patent fireproof safe and let him slide all the more thrilling and paint on it this safe is from herring's establishment same as you would on a piano and you can pay the whole expense of the volcano just on the advertisement but the manager objected though he said heaps of pretty things among others that i was an ass and so i had to let the volcano go end of curtain speech read by john greenman